0: Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. We're Aussie blokes, we're dads and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we have made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives or you may get one universal agreement, but whatever you take away from today, you can be guaranteed we we enjoyed delivering it to you. Welcome. Hello, hello. How are you?
1: Excellent. Yes, top notch, sun's out. Beautiful day. Yep.
2: Madness reigns supreme, and I'm, I, am, <laughs> yeah, I, am, I am the calm in the storm.
1: Shit. Oh yeah, I'm the madness. Uh, Are you? Yeah. Not yeah, in my world, you know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but In the other world. Okay.
0: Which is uh, my other world. Yeah, uh, yeah. I am the madness that reigns supreme. Nice. That's probably a bit of a segue into our content, actually. Ooh. Um, abundance versus scarcity. We're going to talk about today. Abundance <clears throat> versus scarcity. Nice. So whether it's an abundance of uh, of, <laughs> of calmness or an abundance of storm, yeah, or, or a scarcity enough. of one of those two. Yep. Yeah. Not enough. Yep. Yeah. The scarcity. Uh, I also wanted to, and I might introduce this as we go, but um, lose lose, win win, and win lose. Yep. Um, which is kind of a little bit off the back of the eight levels of human potential, which I know we still haven't spoken about and uh, and does sit there as a topic. But, uh, yeah, let's just start with abundance versus scarcity. Okay. Hmm. There's so
2: much to talk about.
1: What's the definition? What's everyone's definition of abundance and scarcity? Short form.
2: Ah, uh, they're a choice.
1: Yeah. Oh, gee, that was very short. <laughs> oh, shit. I going to beat that? <laughs>
2: just oh, less words choice oh, yeah choice Sounds yeah. it up yeah. too easy so you've just or the Kiwi yeah. version choice bro yeah, you,
1: yeah. you've saved a 10 minute conversation there that one
0: cool all right shall we end the podcast there? <laughs> oh wow we didn't go round and round yeah, that's very cool um yeah abundance versus scarcity it it's and that's one of the reasons like you you spoke about you know um basically it's the choice of seeing abundance or or scarcity the mindset of um, through the eight levels of human potential, if we talk at only we talk about only three of the eight levels, the first one is a lose lose. Like there's there's a scarcity. Like that is literally the mindset of scarcity for everybody. Uh, if they see somebody with that's, that that has abundance, they're like, oh, they're stealing from everybody else. Yeah. Like there's that much loss that if somebody has something, then they're kind of stealing it from everybody else. But there's no limit of things like um, love. They'll go, Oh, you know, um, there's a limit of money. Well, there's not really, we can, you know, they're printing it every day. They're down there at the, at the, uh, um, printing it, Yeah, on there and sending it out into the world. Yeah. So there's not really a, a scarcity of these things. There's an abundance of everything, you know, there's an abundance of, of love and attention and affection and anything that you want to go find, you can find an abundance of it. Um, the next mindset is a win-lose, and it's I'm going to win and you're going to lose. Like That's how I'm going to make sure I'm abundant, is that I'm going to win and you're going to lose. If you win, then I probably haven't stolen enough from you. Yeah. So a very definite win-lose world. And the higher level of that, um, is, which is actually two more levels on from the win-lose, is actually win-win. It is you win and I win, and together we win more. So when two people work together for a win-win situation, there's more abundance for, for everybody involved. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, it does. But from the lose-lose place, it doesn't make sense. Like yeah. they they literally, it's a it's a totally different mindset and an approach to life. <laughs> yep, that's completely different. Hmm. So, and is, that, uh, is that is that
1: all mindset? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Is it? the way we look at the world,
2: the way we think, or? Well, that's what I was driving at. Yeah. Obviously being a bit smart there. If, if you wanna take it from a from a scientific viewpoint, then we live in a, a, a universe where matter is not created or destroyed. So if there was, and, and if we take that sort of Darwinian view, we are where we've evolved to. So, you know, in a universe where the same ma- matter that was there at the beginning is still effectively there, and we have evolved this far, like, logically, there, there's enough. Yeah. There's enough for us to get this far. There's enough for seven and whatever billion of us to live. You know, there is always, just in the simplest of scientific terms, there's enough. Yeah. And, <coughs> excuse me, the the issue is not how much there is. Now that might be too simplistic for some people too. So, so bring up the debate if we need to. However, I see it that simply. So the, the real issue comes when some people use the win lose on the abundant and say, well, until I have everything, I haven't got enough. Yeah. Which I don't think is ever a conscious conversation anyone has with themselves. It's just a, I suspect it's a subconscious drive.
1: The defy. Yeah. I mean, what do you define as everything, you know, uh, that's, yeah, in of itself is a
2: Well, um one example, I'm just gonna this is one that jumped out for me is Monsanto. Don't know if you know much about them. Yep. Um I'm not saying I know, however, there's strong evidence to suggest that um I think their what's their motto? Okay. It is something that, mm-hmm. yeah, so I shouldn't say something, I'm not sure, but there's evidence to suggest that they will not rest until they control all of the food stocks on our planet. Yeah. Like, for them, that's their business model. Yeah. When we control all agricultural foods, you know, food stocks, we have one. We're the best. we yeah. the biggest, we're the best. That's... They're
0: never, never going to get there because there's the abundance. <coughs>
2: well, so, interesting point. So, mm. however, that's strong win-lose mentality. Mm. Like, there's stories how they, they, so they sell genetically modified everything. Yes, yeah. And there's stories where they've sold it to, to this farm and then, as nature does, it germinates from this farm to the new farm. They then sue the other farmer because he's growing their crop, yeah, which was blown there by the wind, kind of thing. Now, again, I don't know how true all that is. I don't know. I'm just saying there is enough evidence if you go looking.
1: They've known to be pretty, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty savvy in that sort of space.
2: And they're one in agriculture. You can come up with a bunch of companies that have a similar ideology to the world. Yeah. Now I used yeah. to sit in that whole camp of oh, all corporates are shit. I guess. You know, I was, I was, I was just being black and white about it. There's, a, there's a, I think there is a relatively small number that are, because like, again, that's how it works, isn't it? <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a sort of curve to everything, isn't there? The majority are kind of somewhere in the middle where, yeah, it, it's, it's all working. It's all working. It's only one extreme that will, lo- it wants to lose all the time, yeah, and one extreme that wants to win all the time, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. But I don't know if
2: I really answered the question there, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's a it's a practical example of what I right. spoke about, which mm. is which is also inside of the scarcity uh, and abundance mindset.
2: Oh, and your point was brilliant. you know that that, um, that with something I said where you talked about the response. and so sometimes people are going looking for scarcity even if it mm. might not exist. Yeah, you know I can't remember exactly what you said,
1: but' <clears throat> so it's that sort of mindset they're seeing scarcity.
0: In everything. Yeah, in oh, everything. Yeah. And, you, it, and it is literally everywhere. Like you said Monsanto can't win. Yes. Yeah, and okay, and that's,
2: yeah. that's the point. Yeah. So there's these, bingo, because nature will win. Yeah. The universal principles that drive our universe yeah. will win.
1: Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Nothing
2: man creates can beat universal no. principles. No matter, i got a great mate who's highly intelligent, who's an engineer, who, who's certain that in 100 years we'll control the weather. And I'm just shaking my head thinking, "You, are, have, I know Jurassic Park is Hollywood, but that's the same thing. Yeah. you just ain't going to control forces of nature
0: not as now, a human I, I, just think, I think it's totally possible okay. that we can control the weather but then we're going to realise that we're only controlling one little planet out of the entire universe and I don't even
2: think we'll get that far mate I think the planet itself will show us who's boss
0: but well no. the universe might show us who's boss okay. I don't know that the planet necessarily okay. will like right now we're already manipulating <clears> things <throat> like we change we dig up the ground and we change it into vehicles and cars and we harness the sun and we do all these amazing things like we can do so much already, um, so for us to control the weather on the planet, I think absolutely we can. Okay. Um. But, but the whole universe is still there. Like there are things way outside of you know our control right now. Yeah. Like, the universe at one point is probably going to start shrinking, or uh, you know, and another universe Maybe. is. It's still uh, theoretical. <laughs> yeah. A- another another solar system might collide with our solar system. We ain't going to stop that.
1: Yeah. I think
0: it's five hundred million years. Maybe we can. Years. Predicted yep. five, yeah, 500 but, million
1: years, then we, we'll no longer be able to live on the earth because it'll be too hot. That's how long we've got. But think of. So, like, a little bit of time. Yeah, think of all the cars and stuff, all the shit we drag out of the world. And then mm-hmm. you think, geez, that's just nature's a great leveler. You know, and yep. Fukushima and yeah, fucking God. Look at the northeast the of the US. Yeah, like, literally, right now. you're just like, did that just happen? Yeah, mm-hmm. so.
2: Northeast US right now. Yeah. A million people have been told to leave their homes. A yeah. million. I reckon 20 million are a threat, but a million have been told to move.
0: And that's you a lot of
2: They've got a typhoon. Oh, right. It's okay. happening right now. Yep. A million people. So, in the, in the apparently greatest country on earth, a million people still have to run away for a typhoon.
1: Yep. So, yeah, we may be able to control some elements of the weather. So you can build out. Megatron 3000 X-series <laughs> weather controller. Yeah, it's cost... Yeah. Fucking... There's a link
2: to buying those on our yeah, page. Yeah, it's about. cost... It's
1: cost... What is it? I don't even know. I can't even say that number. It's so high. That's how much it costs, right? They put it up in the sky. Yeah, it's doing its thing. And fucking wacko. What happened to it? Well, mm. something happened. <laughs> fucking... I can't explain it. But yeah, it's yeah. just like, wow. Was it shot down the, by the... the Russians? No, it wasn't. It was. Uh, it was a storm. And, you know, we didn't account for this. And... So now they can no longer control the weather. So, you know what I mean? Like mm. nature.
2: Or a gnat flew into an air duct and then... Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah you know, something crazy like that. Someone <laughs> forgot to do something. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, controlling that. <clears> That's a lot of energy there, isn't there? Couldn't mm. it be focused on other things?
2: I reckon he's just not
1: it. Like,
2: well, it comes back to the, the scarcity side of things. That, yeah. I think he just so that the So that... Size of the thing we want to control determines the amount of energy required. Because I, I just don't believe we'll control the weather. I, that you've done it, because we won't, we will not be able to harness any, the energy to the point where we will. Now,
0: well, some, yeah, what's the some will rate argue rate that rate we rate. will, of course. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I think we'll really easily be able to do it. Yep. Um, you look at cars now, cars that run on batteries. <laughs> like that's a pretty new possibility. Yeah. Like this wouldn't have been, you know, many years ago that that would have been possible to run, a, a, you know, a car. Off battery to the performance that it does. Uh, I actually haven't had the privilege of driving one yet, but uh, I was parked next to someone and I said, Oh, it's a nice car. Um, Does it go well? And he goes, Shit, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and the look on his face, he's like, This thing flies. Yeah, Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: know a guy that rides an electric motorbike. He's got a fuel one as well. Prefers the electric, but he doesn't get much distance out of it yet.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Well, that that's the thing. I think you can get uh, models uh, with the Tesla vary between sort of four to six hundred k's, well, that's mm-hmm. good. depending on the battery. Um, yeah. But you know, the the cost to re- uh, service them um, is like it's a fraction
0: of what you know, like a diesel, which is probably a closest comparison to. Well, they basically you know, don't even get serviced. Like it's all done via the cloud. That's why you, off, you wake oh, yeah. up. You wake up one more. You wake up in the morning. And there's yeah. this message telling you your car's been um, upgraded. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, cool, it's got new features. Look at this. <laughs>
1: and and they so if it does break down, they've got, you know, technicians <coughs> that can, you know, plug straight into your car because that's predominantly how it is is run. So mm. via, you know, upgrades and uh, software,
0: mm.
1: yep. you know, updated software. So, But, yeah, uh, uh, petrol's $1.60 now. I think it was $1.62 yesterday, and I went, oh, 100K mm. for a, te- for a Tesla It's Ridiculous. Ziza. He's looking pretty sweet, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. Time that I don't have to take it into the dealership and get gouged, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. So I think it's it's come a long way. So if yeah. I can get that under under probably a hundred or even eighty k, uh, sixty seventy, then there you're talking, you know, Toyota style sales uh, because mm. it's going to be hard to to you know get past that. And and it's like that again. It comes down to they're just so. Everyone wants a Tesla. You know, mm. it's just, it's qu- quite cool at the moment. So if they maintain mm. that so And it that, goes uh, like the clappers. Yep, there you go. Again, so we can drag a Ferrari off the mark <laughs> and look good and save your shit tonne of cash.
0: Um, you know, great. I think yep. it's... And good for the environment. Yeah. Mm. But, Assuming, you you know, depending on how you generate the, the power. Yeah. But let's assume that, you know, we can, we're going to be moving towards a healthy, you know, fuel source. Yep. Hmm. And the self driving technology as well. I'm just, I'm like, I was telling my kids,
1: and they're like, what do you mean? And there's a YouTube video of a guy in traffic in, in a Tesla. He's like, he's on the Monash. He's dead asleep. His head's against the window. And someone's just filmed him for a few minutes. And they're like, oh, there he is again. And the car's just moving in traffic. And they're like, hey, there you going? Right, so legally, you're not allowed to do that. But shit, it was funny. I'm just like, so when when is the point? Again, technology will serve so mm. that people can get more sleep potentially you know um better connection because they're in a car and they can actually talk and look at each other maybe uh, mm-hmm. get more work done yeah whatever doesn't excite it's going to be less uh, trouble yeah but maybe maybe we awesome? just put fucking super comfy beds in these things that are self-driving it's like yeah shit yeah if you can get an extra hour or two or uh, maybe you mm-hmm. can just build big self-driving bus gyms yeah that fucking people can Get picked up from work, and they get on, and they can, you know, oh, like, generate some. I don't impact. know if I should keep talking, but that's a great idea. Yeah, we have these spin classes on buses, electric buses. Brilliant. And you know, they're all like, "Yep, yeah, the, the harder you pedal, the fucking faster we get home, and the fitter you get." <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
0: But you don't, you don't need to go anywhere for that. Like, why would you even go to work? You can have three D technology. You just, be, you just wake up, um, and you, you know, you go into your so-called office. It's just a three D room. Yeah. And the floor moves under the, under you as you walk around so you can still walk and get your exercise and you can walk down to someone's office and you talk to them or if you're like I'm in a hurry just you know teleport me to their office you press a button and boom you know there's a knock, <laughs> there's a knock there's a knock at their virtual door and they're like oh who is that oh no I don't have time right now tell them to you know um, book a time or whatever it is yep. and you don't you don't need to go anywhere and it can be because it's virtual you'll feel like you're standing there talking to the person well an interesting thing
1: on technology I went to a place this week that's a uh It's like a a hub for startups. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a pretty big place too, and I'm I'm always interested in Silicon Valley. You know, I'm always like, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff going on, but there's a lot of bullshit as well. Um, I don't know what half these companies do, right? What are they? Just just yeah, it's (laughs) like we're in the wealth, you know, tech space. And okay, cool. So you know, we're talking like Bitcoin or you know, like they're like oh, kind of, you know, there's a lot of blockchain. Stuff mm-hmm. yeah. which is great technology. I don't know a heap about it, but it was really interesting. I think it was like 400 people split up over you know 40 to 50 companies that operate out of this place, and um, yeah, they're all tech, so they're all just so their job is you know on the computer, mm. just that's it. And I'm like, fuck, where's mm. the world going? Mm. You know what I mean? You could sort of drop a pin in there and I. They had open, like, breakout areas and spaces. And I said, so well, what's your premise? Like, do you, like, what, what's your goal? Do you, like, is it education? Is it helping um, companies? And they're like, yeah, it's a bit of both. And they're non for profit. And they supported by the government. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I said, so how do you make money? And I'm going, does does the government take any equity stake or IP? Oh, well, yeah. And I'm going, oh, okay, cool. So I was, so I started trying to get my head around it because it's, it's sort of, you know, advertising, not for profit, but but not. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting. It's the future. Like I was just looking around me, and I thought, this is this is the future of of the world. You know, like and it was. There's a lot of disconnect. as people sort of hanging over computers. And I'm like, God, I wonder how long that guy's been there, and mm. you know how much time and effort they put into software and programs. At the end of the day, you know, I kind of wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was just like, well, the point. I was of- excited by it because don't. Dang, yeah. Like I love leveraging technology. I love anything can be done more efficiently with the use of technology. I'm a, I'm a
0: champion for it, right? But there are people that love programming. Yeah, yeah. And you know, to write some code that does something really awesome yeah. is like, you know, it's their best day ever. Yeah. I'm sure it's not very healthy to sit there in front of a computer <laughs> for, for six weeks straight, but nonetheless, um, that's you know that lights up their day. And has there ever been
1: a a time in history that it's it's Comparative to that, that people have been so immersed in uh, a technology that it may have detrimental effects down the track.
0: Like I really technologies coal
1: mining pretty new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just putting it out there, not saying that there isn't. I'm just yeah. I, I couldn't say it's a coal mining. Is there any anything else that would have potentially?
0: Well, technology itself is, is pretty new, really. Yeah. Like yeah. the stuff that we're talking about now is is brand new. Like we haven't even had a generation of most of it. Well, that's not be the a mobile phone.
2: Technology is as old as fire or the wheel, whichever came
0: first. Fire, I guess. Sure, but when we talk what? tech, we talk we're talking digital, really. So you're so you're okay, so, yeah, yeah. so you're
2: talking about whatever it is, semiconductor or whatever the hell we call computing. Yeah, modern computing is what yeah, we're talking
0: about. Yeah. Okay. But but even you know the, <clears throat> the advancements in the last you know few hundred years are just. In the, in mind boggling last, in the last
1: five years there, yep. there, there was a podcast oh it's accelerating from, yeah, yeah Gary, Gary V um, <laughs> and they are talking all things sort of you know in the future and so I said yeah there's supercomputers here that can run algorithms that will just absolutely blow your mind there's you know people that are invested in you know AI robots already you know and we know that technology is out there but this person says like you know I've got like a portfolio stacked in human robots and we're talking like you know uh, sex dolls as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the robots and she's enthused, you know, fuck a partner. Mm. I am gonna have a mm. you know, an AI robot a that fuck a partner feels, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that fills all my needs, you know. It's like, yeah, fucking, you know, great, this Good robot, that's page. awesome. You know, I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is getting scary though, yes, right? Yeah. Without and the without the nagging and the complaints and all the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So she's excited about that. Again, I that I don't make any judgment. I'm just like, okay, that's a bit like odd. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um but it's the advancement is so, it's getting so far down the track that it might come a point where we're not able to come back from it. I know Elon Musk was talking to Joe Rogan about mm-hmm. AI. Is it, too, and, is it too late to tell you it's too late? Well, it is. It's already happening. Yeah. So it's we're in it. He was saying about upgrading units. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, you're talking, you're an alien. He, that's what he said to him. You are an alien. Right. And what you're saying to me now, you know, is hmm. you're an alien. And he said that yeah, potentially we'll be able to plug into up like upgrade our unit, which means our body, yeah? yeah. So this is this is the way that AI is going. He's he's very scared of it, and he's spoken yeah. to multiple people at you know in high level places, um, you know presidents, you know governments, yep. and all the rest of it. And he says that yeah, if it's not controlled, it'll get too far away. So that that I suppose that's my point. Going into a place like this, I can sort of feel what's. You know, on the precipice, and I think there's going to be great uh, leaps and bounds, but there's going to be great.
0: Yeah, we we have no idea how we're going to deal with what's what's basically already here. Yeah. Um, when it comes to because we took then the whole sort of moral issue comes up. You know, we're already we're already struggling right now with you know um, sexism and racism and things like this. You know, where's the line between um, male and female and the difference between that because we're physically not different. You know, we look at sport, women do not compete against men, men do not compete against women and this is like it's a, it's a mixed sport to make it even that way. Yeah. But on the face value of it, we just don't compete against each other because we are physically different. And we're not even close to dealing with that yet as as a, you know, as a population. And here we are introducing electronics and, you know, and enhancements into that and how are you even going to know like at the level it's going to be delivered at um yeah i spoke to someone just the other day about a female that had x and y chromosomes so theoretically a male yeah but to all intents and purposes looked and performed like a female and had actually given birth yeah but had x and y chromosomes so it how do you test what's male and what's female there's been
2: an argument about a couple yeah yeah, so, yeah,
0: there's some different athletes and mm. and runners as well that, yep. yeah the runner that didn't have any legs and now can now outrun it, um, an able-bodied yeah. person yeah so and then he's going Gee, oh, I technology. should be able to compete yeah I should be allowed to compete well then you're going to have people chopping off their legs so they can win in Olympics but it's yeah and you could say it that well people, so, yeah people might just train harder and well they might but then what <laughs> happens to the able-bodied person do we need to have you know able-bodied Olympics and yeah. and then well, then, then they're not competing on the same level. Okay. So, so, so it
2: already is able-bodied Olympics and it already does segregate the disabled. So all that happens is the disabled accelerates past in their achievement. That's all.
0: Sure, but the disabled are now asking to compete with the able-bodied.
2: So, great. Now, this is, this is actually... We're getting <laughs> off topic a little bit. However, we're talking abundance versus scarcity again.
0: <laughs> now, I'm not...
2: No, so I'm not saying I disagree with either of you. Yeah. Fear comes up in a lot of these conversations. However, it is a scarcity mindset to presume that the worst is going to happen,
0: isn't it? Oh, so I haven't called. I haven't <clears throat> referred to it as worst. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. not saying
2: that. I'm just saying it is that it is fear comes up. Okay? That's yeah. That
0: that could be yeah. That could be a feeling that's come up. And
2: yeah. at what point, while you've been growing up, have you realised all the things that scare your parents?
0: Yeah. Well, well are, are now real and we're just it's everyday life for
1: us. But that comes down to again, my my probably. View on scarcity uh, and abundance is uh, is a feeling, and they're like looping patterns and behaviours that we mm-hmm. carry. So again, it comes down to mindset. But for me, it, it's uh, it comes up, you know, from from the inside out. Um, it's not from the outside in. Uh, and I've I've Agreed. I've had you know uh, looping patterns in me that create scarcity. Something happened when I was mm-hmm. three years old, and you know, uh, an incident occurred and I didn't feel supported or loved, therefore, you know, I Mm. didn't have enough uh, money or I didn't have enough love, and therefore I turned that into a, you know, a view or a a pattern Mm. and a behaviour. belief that, yeah. And it's looping. And then, you know, people feel shame and and scarcity. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's my point of view from a spiritual basis that um, it definitely can affect you and their patterns and behaviours
0: you carry throughout your life from parents as well, Um, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of places you can get beliefs like that. It can be something that happens. Um, it can be from your parents. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of places you can get yeah the scarcity mindset.
2: So the, look, some of the core of this has been a problem for me for a long time because I was never motivated to go out and build an empire and make money personally. Yeah. I got into a situation where I got carried away with doing that, so I was doing it. However, it never pushed my buttons. And I and was that inevitable, you know, train wreck waiting to happen. And coming out of that, I had to work out what do I want. Yeah. And the more, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that I want, I don't want, there's not much, like the less I wanted. So the more I thought about it, the less I actually wanted. And part f- for me, because I was really challenged as a man, right? Part of my situation a few years ago was, you know, Am I even a worthwhile human being, man, etc.? Yeah. And <clears throat> I guess coming out of all that was like, well, okay, what does that mean? And then there was the realisation that I'm the only one who can determine that. No one else can. And so what it means to me is different to what it means to everybody else. And so, so then logically, I, so I bring logic, I can have an ethereal conversation, but I always bring logic to help me get through it. Yeah. So logically, if we're all going to have our own perspective anyway, then whatever direction we go in is the right direction as a species. In my opinion. Whether I like it or not, it's the right direction for the species. Mm. So therefore, my only job is to do my best to take our species in the best direction I see. fit. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong.
0: Yeah. To put now, it simply. I, I completely agree with that. And there's an interesting bit that I think is something that may not be a belief of yours, but I have... And that ultimately it doesn't matter. Whatever the human race does, like if we're likely to destroy ourselves, there's a pretty good chance that we're likely to, to cause that at this point in time. Um, which is one of the reasons that, you know, we're trying to colonate Mars to make sure that only, only half the half the population goes down.
2: Oh, a minor fraction, I think, is, that is all that we saved by the Illuminati. <laughs> it's because guys like Elon Musk want to dream
1: big, yeah? They're not... It's not like they're part of some conspiracy theory that's going to be, you know, this and that. That's just what floats their boat. They get up every morning because they want to, they want to build a fucking spaceship and go to Mars. Yep. You know, and they, if they the Going back to our previous yep. podcast, and that's that's, yep. that's
0: the driver of, of, of it all. Yep. yep, save the human race and hey, let's, let's colonate multiple planets.
2: So I don't believe it destroying ourselves is inevitable. No,
0: I didn't say inevitable. I think it's there's a pretty good chance that we could do that Fine. at this point in time. There's Fine. a pretty good chance. Um, nature's having a pretty good go at it. You know, um, things like uh, AIDS is a, is a was a pretty good stab at taking out the human race. You know, for our us, population for to... has
2: grown to steps exponentially since then.
0: It has, Fuck yeah. It. It's not going to so... be AIDS. It's going to be Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's many different ways it could happen, but that's that's actually a pretty good way to take out a species is to make re- you know reproduction deadly.
1: Like who the fuck's gonna defend our country? Like when shit. Go- I was thinking about this this morning in bed. Right? They're talking about our SAS troops, and I'm mm. thinking, fuck, they're good. Like they're strong. They're amazing. Hard-willed yeah. people. They train hard. You know, very, um, very strict and honourable. And you know what I mean? They're, they're just. I, I could just picture it. Yeah, that these guys on the front line and these guys that take out one or take out a hundred. You know, of of, of half. They, they work on.
0: They work on ten to one. Yeah, that's actually the ratio they work on ten to one. So, um, but know, it could be way more. But our troops are now going around the world training other troops, yeah. the, the elites around the rest of the world. So maybe it is 10 to 1.
1: But when we all do have to... Uh, it might not be a call to arms or a war, but when we all have to band together, mm. you know, because of technology, we're just going to be weak as fuck pricks that can't do anything at all, <laughs> except fucking panic that we can't send a text to our friend. Or no, we've got a robot. The, you know, a... We'll send our robot out to to fight. Well, even us. just before that, see... Yeah, even before that, I was speaking to a Russian guy. I think he was pretty smart, mm-hmm. just quietly, and uh, he said, "Yeah, he said something about cyborgs." I said, "Is it going to be like fucking Terminator?" He's mm-hmm. going, "It will be like Terminator. There'd just be this. We'll yep. just turn and go. Okay, we've enjoyed this for so long, but we're going over here now. Enough's enough." And I said, "Wow, it'd be good to have the Russians like you on our side." yeah big strong man you know he's like yeah I'm not going to take any bullshit from anyone especially a fucking robot he said that shit scares me I'm watching Black Mirror and you know there's someone giving someone a rating and he's like turn it off
2: turn it off you know Mm -hmm. you can't
1: you can't watch that stuff well and
2: that and that's that is all happening right now yeah that's right Mm -hmm. that's all happening right now yeah so a really interesting book for you there is H.G. Wells Time Machine yeah okay old school his vision of the end of humanity is there's all of a small white pudding-looking <laughs> sort of people, yeah. you know, that have have basically sol- now I was a kid when I read it. This is my memory. Solved disease problems of disease and social decay and everything else, and they're and they're withering away, yeah. wasting away. So without any any challenge left anymore, they're wasting away. And then there's this. Dark, but we, we do that anyway. Some dark. Have a look
0: around the human race. We we actually don't need to be hundreds of years old. We're actually doing that right now. Have a look around the people that don't have direction, purpose, and and drive. You know, back to the previous one again. But purpose. We need, need the struggle. They're they're shriveling away. They're putting up so they're, they're eating. Yeah. They're already evolution dying.
2: Evolution happening. You know, mm. the thing is, one of the reasons why we dying in evolution is because it's very, it was very scientific, very physical. Mm. However. It doesn't really matter how it happens. At the end of the day, the one one with the the biggest energy Mm. will win, Mm. whatever that energy is for.
1: Yeah. And that's a a comment I said this morning, for some reason, I said, life's a great leveler. And someone said to me, what do you mean? And I said, oh, you just just never know, right? That Mm. you could cure all this and do all of that. And then we lose this ability to just, you know, know what a struggle is to push through it mm. sort to of band together to mm. have connectedness and I suppose that was the end of my conversation with somebody you know it was saying mm-hmm. well I could do it all by myself and I said well actually you could think you could but mm-hmm. I said we do it better together yeah, yeah yeah as a team you need to feel supported nah do it myself I said here's a book it even <laughs> says we do it better together I've just read it you should give it a crack but yeah, he's just like, life's a level or whatever. And I said, ah, oh, just it'll come and kick you so hard in the fucking nuts. You won't even know what to do with it. So my point with, is... He's probably win-loss. Oh, but he was just... His thinking was low at the time. Because I know he's not always like that. And I'll point it out to people. But you know, you know... Do you remember yesterday when we were talking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, climbing the tree and mm. being awesome and being able to conquer Mount Everest? Mm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Mm. So you know that you're not always like that, right? You're not always like this. Mm. Remember that yesterday? So yeah. it shows him that night and day, so their thinking will shift and he's just in that moment. So I'll try and give him what he needs for nice. the time. So yeah, that that's important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> awesome. Well, uh, it's been a great debate and, and uh, inquiry into uh, abundance and scarcity. I hope f- for you that if you had scarcity in your life, whether it's the win-lose or the lose-lose version of that, that you... Can open yourself up to abundance because it is all around you, just waiting for you to open your eyes, see it, and take it. It is everywhere. Awesome. you here. Very cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Ross. See you soon.
1: Bye. Bye.